Hey folks, Joni here. Around this time last year, we were sitting down with the Grammy-nominated Charlotte trio, The Hamiltones, who were celebrating the winter holidays with a brand new Holly Jolly record. Well, since it's the season to troll the ancient Yuletide carol, we thought we'd revisit that interview today. I hope you enjoy the conversation, and I hope you stay safe and stay inspired. That is the beauty of Charlotte. You know, we got the Hornets, we got the Panthers, and you got them tones. I'm Joni Deutsch, and from WFAE in Charlotte, this is Amplifier, the music podcast where we shine a light on the artist who calls Charlotte home. Because Charlotte is more than just a banking city or a football city. So every other Thursday on this podcast, we're going to explore the people, places, and things that help define the Queen City's crown sound. And today, we'll hear from the Grammy Award-nominated trio known for bringing beautiful tones to Charlotte. That's coming up on Amplifier. Amplifier. And then the beat will drop. Amplifier. 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 Can you introduce yourselves and tell us what you each do in Charlotte Music? I am Tui, and in Charlotte Music, I am one third of the Grammy nominated trio, The Hamiltones. I am Tony Lilo, and in Charlotte Music, I am also one-third of the Grammy-nominated trio, The Hamiltones. I'm Jay Vito, and I am also one-third of the Grammy-nominated trio, The Hamiltones. And The Hamiltones, thank you all three-thirds for joining us for this remote interview today. Uh, Obviously, for those not as familiar with your work, and they should be, but in case they're not... Uh, You are a trio of North Carolina natives who have masterfully showcased your R&B and soul harmonies across the world stages. Well, baby, you like it. You're sweet as sugar, just like honey. And that's the way I like it. I get excited. Including virtual stages especially during the pandemic, (laughs) with viral videos that have racked up millions of views, uh, including this one time where BuzzFeed invited you to musically soothe the souls of toddlers. It was an adorable moment. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Turn up. How I wonder what you are. 2020 was a big music year for you with three different record releases. The most recent being your December 2020 release, a Holly Jolly record titled A Hamilton's Christmas Deluxe Edition. We'll hear some of those songs in a bit. But first, it's probably good that we go all the way back in time to figure out how did your love of music begin. And from what I've read, that love of music started in the church. So go ahead and tell us a little bit more about those experiences, those memories. We all come from a church background, and um, no matter the denomination, we all have a complete understanding of church, Um, the feeling of it, the vibe of church, what it means to people, what it means to us. And that's something that we're always going to carry with us. Uh, We can't change that. It's kind of like been born and um, embedded into our DNA as artists, as men. 
And obviously, in every project that you hear, you're going to have a little bit of touch of spirituality. And um, just that understanding that these guys probably come from a, from a spiritual place. Um, my experience, um, my dad being a pastor, I was always brought up to sing in the choir. So, I, you know, getting used to singing in big crowds, you know, that, that was something I got used to at an early age. So it kind of groomed me, you know, for moments like this. So, you know, I was, I, it kind of didn't get shy on stage because of, you know, those experiences. So it really had a huge, you know, role to play in who I am today. Well, I know with me, this is, this is Tui. Um, I came up in a pretty musical setting. My dad went and bought like this massive, you know, back in the day they had those big entertainment centers where you have your record player, two tape decks and all that stuff. My dad had went and bought one and he bought a record player and, uh, he had some, a stack of records from, from back in the day that I would listen to every day after school almost. I would sneak to use the record player because I wasn't supposed to use it. But um, I would sneak to uh, to play records after school. And uh, a lot of that music I was listening to, like Earth, Wind & Fire and uh, Andre Crouch and things like that, definitely have uh, played an intricate part in um, my personal sound. Well, it sounds like those personal moments of music eventually turned into professional pursuits. And of course, with the name, the Hamiltons and the story of the group, we have to touch upon this. Eventually, you all would come together as a trio, as background vocalist for the Grammy Award winner and beloved Charlotte musician, Anthony Hamilton. Uh, so tell us a little bit about how the band, how the trio was formed through this iconic Charlotte musician. I can answer that one. This is Vito. We all kind of had a uh, a mutual friend, um, a guy named uh, Kenny Leonard, who was the musical director for Mr. Anthony Hamilton at the time. He kind of was the glue to kind of put all this together at the time. So he pulled us in. Um, I went in first at uh, the same background, and then I think a few months later, uh, two we came, um, and then it was me too, and a guy named uh, Jack King that actually was there for a while and then he uh went to other things and then we got Lilo. And then it's you know, when Lilo came in, people just gravitated to the sound that us three had a lot more. You know, we actually just came in and just had a, a hell of a blend. Anthony started taking notice of how people grabbed a hold to it, you know, and he kinda started like highlighting that more in his shows. And then um kinda took it upon ourselves to kinda take the responsibility to become artists from here. He, you know, he's a, he was always motivating us. Y'all need to do something. Y'all need to do something. We eventually just, you know, came to the conclusion that, hey, maybe this, this will work. And we got the opportunity to be a group. And here we are. And it's, it's been, ooh, how long, fellas? All together, I think around eight years just together, but as an actual group, now about five. Within those years, we've learned a lot about each other. And a lot about the business. So it's, it's a learning tool in, in multiple ways for us. And Anthony just paved the way, you know, as, as far as like, you know, getting us exposed to the world and these people in different countries. He kind of, you know, just took us there and allowed us to be who we were and kind of just transition to this moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say it loud. I said I'm 
since we're on the subject then, let's talk about the Hamiltones because, again, for the last few years, you all have been together as a trio specializing in acoustic harmonies, R&B melodies, and I've seen the group describe this sound, this genre of sorts, as young vintage. Well... I'm going to just give you a little a little history. We were actually going to call ourselves the Three Temps. Uh, that was going to pay homage to the Four Tops and the Temptations, but we we scrapped that name. Yeah, we like that. Obviously, it's we, we call it Young Vintage, so there's a young side to us as well. Um, we are younger guys with the with the older spirit because of how we've come up and the type of music that we've we've been around our whole lives. And so, you know, we pretty much put out what we what we take in, you know what I'm saying? And and I would like to say that we definitely take in uh some pretty good music that just gives you the sound of, of the Hamiltons. Yeah. I'd love to hear more about your thoughts on North Carolina music, on Charlotte music, whether that was working with Anthony or maybe working with, you know, other area um, musicians who are just full of talent. This is Vito. I I was talking to some musicians on, on last night and they were just saying that North Carolina, not even just Charlotte, but just Carolina period just kind of has a its own sound and persona but Charlotte has talent everywhere I mean I, I'm afraid to start naming people because I'm, I'm afraid that I'll, I'll miss but there's just so many artists that we've came across on this journey of being the Hamiltons and we haven't even gotten the chance to actually you know work and do things and collaborate with these other artists but Charlotte is just different i mean it's every place has its talent but charlotte you know charlotte is is growing so charlotte is a melting pot for artists whether it be r&b pop country um it's a lot of artists here in charlotte but just everybody don't know everybody and i i I would love to if i could i would love to learn every artist in charlotte they have opportunity to work with as many as we can but yeah charlotte is is dope it's, it's, it's becoming a new high spot for, for any kind of music right now. But the Hamiltons are here in, in, in Charlotte, see? See, that, that, that is the beauty of Charlotte. You know, we got the Hornets, we got the Panthers, and you got them tones. For all the nights you spend alone at the creek. Coming up, the Hamiltons on their latest holiday release, and their hopes for the new year. That's right after this break on Amplifier. In December 2020, you released your first holiday record. It's the seven song release titled A Hamilton's Christmas Deluxe Edition. And I would say it transports Earth, Wind & Fire's funk to the modern day in a decked out sleigh. What a joy this time of year. Everybody's hearts are filled with cheer. Kids are playing everywhere. Cause there's lots of love and toys to share. 
We all have different holiday memories when it comes to music. For instance, mine involves baking sugar cookies with my mom while we're listening to classic holotunes. So what does holiday music mean to you all? What role did it play in your lives? Christmas music is my favorite type of holiday music. That music always makes me smell like burning wood. And I, and I say that because we would spend Christmas at my grandma's house and they had a furnace and me and my grandfather would go and put wood in that furnace. And I just remember like Christmas time always just, that music always just brings back those memories, man. It just, that, oh man, I start crying talking about Christmas music, man. It's just, just so many memories. So holiday music or Christmas music is really special to me. So this project really, and I haven't even told my bros this, but this project is really like, special because i really 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 love christmas music so i can jump in but i i'm gonna be honest man i kind of envy both of these guys because the way that they came up they got to have a lot of family time and, and stuff like that and i didn't really grow up like that i was fortunate and i thank god for everything but when i was young i legit kind of and this is not bragging i'm just really trying to just say my, how my life was where you can really get an understanding but I legit had like a C-level, like Jackson 5 kind of life. It was not a Jackson 5 A-level, how they weren't traveling around the world. But like my family gospel group was traveling like the East Coast. And in, in the quartet world where I come from, they don't care that it's Christmas Day. It's a show on Christmas Day. I might can remember maybe one time for real where I literally got to sit up under the tree and take the gifts out, like the standard thing that kids get to do. Me, I was at a hotel, sound checking, or like, you know, and it was just like, it's Christmas, you know, and it's cool, but it's just like another day. So Christmas music really didn't have an effect on me, honestly, until my wife. She is like Tui. She loves Christmas music. Like when right after Thanksgiving, she immediately wants to start watching Home Alone. She wants to put the Christmas tree up. You know what I mean? She wants to get right into the spirit. And then when I started playing our album, she keeps it 100 with me all the time. We've been through a lot of stuff. And when she said this is one of the best Christmas albums I have heard, I can hear her in the morning time sometimes when she's getting ready for work playing Kiss Under the Mistletoe. And so I know it's real. So the point I'm making is, is I really didn't have the kid experience of what Christmas meant to me as a kid. But now what the music of Christmas means to me is so much more because now I guess I have my own family and everything I didn't get to do as a kid, I'm able to share with them. I think the majority of our listeners would agree that 2020 was not the most holly jolly year. I mean, some could even say that it was it was really difficult to find bright spots to stay motivated or even stay inspired. 
Well, I think that touches on one of the songs from the record, which is titled One Wish. This song has that familiar theme in holiday music about togetherness and the greatest gift being with loved ones. And it's a sweet song, but it's particularly a bittersweet song this season since social distancing is in effect and other COVID-19 precautions that make it difficult to see loved ones. Yep. I uh, I had the pleasure to kind of, and I want to say this because this song is probably one of my favorites. And that's the reason, I don't think I told my bros, that. that's the reason why I also wanted to have at least this type of song on here because one thing about 2020 that can't nobody take away that has happened, man, there has been a ridiculously amount of deaths um, in 2020. <sighs> With so many people being gone, whether it's your girl is far away working, it's social distancing, an unfortunate scenario has happened where COVID has came in and she's not here or he's not here, whatever the case may be. I wanted to make sure that we had something on here that touched on the fact that if I had that one wish, because Christmas ain't perfect for everybody, it needed to be placed on the album to represent those people that may be going through that as well because everybody's not super happy-go-jolly at Christmas this year. Somebody might not have a girlfriend or, or a husband or a wife or a mother or a father. You know, however you can put yourself into that scenario, at least you'll have that song that you can gravitate to and say, hey, man, this song helped me through 2020 Christmas, and it gives me my memories of someone I would have loved to have been able to spend time with, but... Unfortunately, I might have not had that opportunity. Well, as NPR Music shared, 2020 was a year defined by the sounds of rage, resolve, mourning, and solidarity. I think the song One Wish is the holiday version, summing up the year and trying to find something together for the next. But I would also say that another sound of the Hamiltones that embodied this year was your 11-track release titled 1964 which is an incredible record that reflects the past, present, and future of the fight for freedom and equality. My life Given this record's release, given the hopes and wishes you're putting into uh, your new holiday release and everything in between, what has the year 2020 taught you about the future you want to see for Charlotte? 2020 for Lilo, it taught me, you know, and I know we're on the topic of 1964 and the Christmas album and music, but past just that music thing, because, you know, it really taught me that you 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 always gotta have a backup plan. That's what it really taught me. Um, I know some people say don't put all your eggs in one hat. I totally agree. And then some people actually retract from that statement and say you should focus only on one thing because if you're not doing that, then you're not giving a hundred percent to that one thing. 
this is what I say. 2020 has taught me this. I am going to give 100% to this one thing, but I'm also going to have at least one more thing that I give, you know, I'm going to just have to work overtime to make sure that it has its little bit of value too because, man, like being totally independent, if you don't have a game plan of some sort, 2020 has taught me that you are – don't nobody care. that They don't care when, when mortgages do. They don't care when the light bill is due. They don't care. Your car does not say, I understand that, that COVID-19 is here and finances aren't as efficient when it's on E. No, they don't care. Everybody just wants their money. So just being 100% real, how I am, it, it, it taught me you better have a plan B that can draw you some finances if one financial system shuts down. You got to have a B plan. I don't care what nobody says anymore. The second thing that it taught me was you, my culture is strong, which means I am strong. All of the things that we've been through with police brutality, the same things that we were fighting for in 1964 and beyond now and before you know, 1964, we really came out as a culture this year and said, listen, something has to change. Everybody had their own ways of doing it. Some people, uh, some people went out and protested. Some people went straight to the, to the, to the governmental offices and said, this is what needs to happen. We made a, we made an album about it, you know, but we all stepped out. And that means all people that were in support of helping a culture that obviously from the grace of God, camera phones was showing was, was being, totally done wrong and 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 we were able to push through that and this year in 2020 I feel like was one of the most significant years for our generation on making a stance and saying no we want to be treated better so I'm so proud that we were actually able to be a part of that 1964 album it's one of the best albums I feel like we've done and thirdly and lastly it's also taught me to be more dependent on my brothers in this business relationship like just be more vulnerable and and have those real conversations with these guys so they understand what I'm going through and so I understand what they're going through and we learn how to help each other not just for ourselves but for our significant others for our kids for our families like really gaining an understanding in this process and growing from it because as I say all the time to my bros if we can make it through 2020 it's only up from this point they tell us to be the Hamiltones 2020 holiday release is titled A Hamiltones Christmas, available wherever fine music is streamed and sold. Amplifier is a production of WFAE. This episode is written and produced by me, Joni Deutsch. Our editor is Catherine Welch. Our theme music is provided by Dirty Art Club. Share your favorite Charlotte music recommendations with me on social media. You can tag and follow me. I'm at a change of tune. Amplifier features a new musical episode every other Thursday. So make sure to subscribe to the Amplifier podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find podcasts. And if you're listening on NPR One, make sure to give us a heart or a favorite. Check out the playlist and show notes for today's episode, along with a Charlotte music map and a way for you to submit your music on our website wfae.org slash amplifier. Until next time, I'm Joni Deutsch. Thanks for listening.